Chapter 3 10,000 to 1 In my mind, I cast my flight spell and begin my mad dash back to the Magic Cat Guild, my home. I need to tell my people about Jerko's betrayal. I had no time to think about the exhaustion that had accumulated in my body from the trip I had just taken north. It took me at least a sun and a moon to reach here. Yet, as I continued to make my way south, the creatures continued to chase after me at an amazing speed. I tossed back magical orbs, curses, illusions, any spell that I could cast to stop these monsters. Yet to my disdain, all of my spells dissolved against their bodies. They don't stagger, they don't fall down. Nothing I'm doing is affecting them in the slightest. As I continue to cast all the spells that I can think of, I can still maintain a focus on my environment. As I approach a tall mountain, I had to push my body up along the wayward walls of the massive rock. The echoes of my magical energy cause snow to avalanche. down the sides of the mountain. I very attentively moved out of the way as I attempt to reach the peak. No matter how quickly I ascend up the mountain, I can feel the beast quickly climb behind me. They remained unfazed by the same obstacles that I have to deal with. However, in my brief ascent upward, I thought of a way to at least put some distance in between myself and the monsters. As I reach the peak of the mountain, I evoke a magic bubble around my body. It may not be impenetrable like my father's, but it should be strong enough to protect me for a bit. Wasting no time, I place my paws on the walls of the bubble, sending electric magic forcing throughout it. After a quick thunderclap, I go barreling down the mountainside. In no time at all, I violently land on the ground. The bubble, not being able to withstand any more force, breaks soon after. Even after that quick escape, I can feel the ominous energy from those monsters approach me from parts beyond the mountain, now hidden in the clouds. I need to continue moving. Without resting for a moment longer, I cast my flight spell once more and continued south. I can feel my heart pound in my chest. The sounds of the air whipping through my fur is loud and disrupting. Yet somehow, I am able to remain focused and calm as I continue to cast spells behind me. My fear, which has been pitted in the depths of my stomach, is slowly becoming balanced out by my growing frustration. Why does nothing work on these creatures? I casted all forms of magic, even some forbidden humane spells. Yet nothing works. I can see the sun rise. In my flight, I had not noticed that almost an entire day had passed before me. I begin to notice the magical presence of the Magic Cat Guild. I'm running out of time. Oh. <sighs> I had wished to avoid doing this, but I refused to let even a single one 
of these monstrosities attack my people. I refuse to die without even trying to stop this. I dispel the magic at my paws and land on the ground, quickly pivoting towards the enemies behind me. Yet the sight shakes me. The sight sends nothing but signals of fear all throughout my body. These monsters fill my peripheral. They occupy the skies, the air, the earth. I can sense all 10,000 of them present. I've decided. I know what to do. I won't let this end. Not like this. I channel as much mana around me, and then I begin to chant. From the world beyond the rift, I summon the ultimate spirit. Come to me. Equivalence! If even a single word is mispronounced, the rejection of the spell would destroy my body. The monsters start to enclose around me. I only have a moment to make a deal. One worth the travesty that I'm trying to avoid. Before I even gave the spirit a chance to materialize, I bark out my deal. I'll give up my knowledge of the 10,000 spells that I've casted in the last day. I give you my life's worth of knowledge. I don't care. Take them all if you must. Just give me the knowledge I need to destroy these things. I cry out, trying to suppress the shake in my voice. Acknowledged. I can hear an echoing voice in the air speak out in the deepest of tones. The budding silhouette of the spirit then disappeared. Was my wish granted? The only words that echo in my mind were enders and no magic. I can feel my eyes widen in anger. In my haste, I had not considered these beasts to be the near-immortal creatures from lore. If magic was not working, then the only obvious option was no magic. How could I be so foolish? Putting my feelings aside, I cast very basic orbs of no magic, as I no longer retained the knowledge of my other offensive spells. Quickly, I begin to target each and every last one of the Enders. From just the touch of my simple orbs of magic, these creatures, who are unaffected by 10,000 of my spells, then cease to exist. I might not remember my spells, but I still hold inside of me the mana reserves befitting a dedicated magical scholar. I continue to unleash a barrage of magic, felling each ender as they continue to approach me. I can feel the hours pass by me. The exhaustion begins to settle in my legs. Trying my best to avoid thinking about my stamina, I remind myself that I can no longer sense the presence of how many of these monsters remain. So I cannot stop until I see no more. More time passes as I ceaselessly continue to jettison my null magical orbs through the bodies of the Enders. An entire day has once again cycled by my senses. Yet here I stand, alone, body burning. Not a single person from the guilds had approached me or lent me their aid. Not even a magical message from my own father, the king. Is it impossible 
that a single cat did not detect the presence of me summoning equivalents? The feeling of bitterness washes over me. I fall onto my back, unable to hold my body up anymore. I can hear the sounds of magical knights approach me, but the audible sound of their weapons left me feeling very wary. Prince! A random officer I did not care to distinguish says from the bunch, You are under arrest. 